I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. And I am afraid. I feel the fear most acutely whenever you leave me. But I was afraid long before you, and in this, I was unoriginal. When I was your age, the only people I knew were black, and all of them were powerfully, adamantly, dangerously afraid. I had seen this fear all my young life, though I had not always recognized it as such. It was always right in front of me. The fear was there in the extravagant boys of my neighborhood, in their large rings and medallions, their big puffy coats and full-length, full-collared leathers, which was their armor against their world. They would stand on the corner of Gwen Oak and Liberty or Cold Spring and Park Heights or outside Mondoman Mall, no, I said that wrong, with their hands dipped in (laughs) Russell's, with their hands dipped in Russell's sweats. I think back on those boys now and all I see is fear. And all I see is them girding themselves against the ghosts of the bad old days when the Mississippi mob gathered round their grandfathers so that the branches of the body which might be torched then cut away the fi- the fear lived on in their practice pop their slouching denim their big t-shirts their calculated angle of their baseball caps a catalog of behaviors and garments enlisted to inspire the belief that these boys were in firm possession of everything they desired i saw it in their customs of war i was no older than five sitting out on the front steps of my home in woodbrook avenue watching two shirtless boys circle each other close and buck shoulders from then on i knew that was a ritual to a street fight bylaws and codes that in their very need attested to all the vulnerability of the black teenage bodies i heard the fear in the first music i ever knew the music that pumped from boom boxes full of grand boast and bluster the boys who stood out on garrison and liberty up in park heights loved this music because it told them against all evidence and odds that they were the masters of their own lives their own streets and their own bodies i saw it in the girls in their loud laughter in their gilded bamboo earrings that announced their names thrice over and i saw it in their brutal language and hard gaze and how they would cut you with their eyes and destroy you with their words for the sin of playing too much keep my name out of your mouth they would say i would watch them at the school how they squared off like boxers vaselined up earrings off rebox on and leaped at each other hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and Karen. and we're live on a monday what are days anymore ready mm-hmm. to do some podcasting uh you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport what about a bullet ball extreme that was an excerpt from between the world and me uh tanasi coast book um and he talks about the the fear of blackness in america and how a lot how it takes shape and how like a lot of stuff that we consider like you know that people look down on us for you know whether it's uh materialism you know you you got some jordans you don't got no passport you know that kind of shit uh people look down on us for the aggressiveness fighting for the braggadocio the ad the attitudes that we that adopt right and he's saying that a lot of it comes from almost like a projection of this fear you know uh subconsciously that we are subjected to living in a nation that terrorizes us so it takes different forms you know and i think um you know i love the way that he put it because at once he made sure that everyone saw that that chapter is like these are human beings these are my people these are like he didn't like he purposely didn't say men dudes uh women 
he said girls and boys in that and i noticed that word choice there because i was like yes because we don't get to be boys at that age people start looking at us as men by the time you're breaking your hat off and wearing uh the the big big coats and sagging pants and shit that like the law and society says that's a man you know black kids don't get to be kids you know so um looking at it as coping mechanisms for this undergirded uh fear that's just uh constantly underneath us at all times you know why our music is so you know um almost at the antithesis of the situations we're in in many cases you know where it's like you know i'm great everything is great i run this shit everything runs through me regardless of what the reality is that's you know kind of a like i love that he didn't say it's an escape it's it's fantasy it's something that we like he said no it's this is this is like a reaction of being fearful you know um when he brought up the mississippi mobs that you know could like the bad old days back when black lives like you could come take one at any time Mm -hmm. there was no real rhyme or reason to it there was no necessarily protecting yourself from it um you could only flee or die you know once someone decided they wanted you dead um once you were even accused of something that was that you might you've done it a white person accused a black person or something that's that's a crime back in the day uh, to which the death penalty could easily be for anything um and to say like this this fear goes all the way back that far but then you know him growing up in like the 80s and 90s and shit saying like and this too is that fear you know what i mean like i don't know i I just uh, it's such a poetic book but I, i just love the way he talks about that kind of stuff yeah and also it's one of the things where it's very frustrating how people come at black people like our behavior and the things that we do we just do it out of this animalistic type of shit we know it's it stems from something it Mm. has a history it has a root it just might morph and be in a different forms but yeah uh a lot of uh black and brown people even my mama and them were very i'm not gonna say materialistic but they like nice things particularly Mm. the generation that uh were told that they were less than because they didn't have nice things or like for my mom and them raised with 10 brothers and sisters and you didn't have a lot so you know even to today my mama has hundreds of hats hundreds of shoes outfits that she's probably she probably passed she's in the age she probably passed she'd probably never go through all the clothes that she has had you know but in her mind that was a way to like you said regardless of the reality of it and regardless of if she even could afford it or not that, that don't matter she wanted to show the world these things that's what it is you want to project and show the world these things because you know it's a coping mechanism is is the way you get through and it's a protection correct you know i'm not to be uh killed i'm not to be erased i matter you know look what i have on look what i represent like i was here you know i'm making an impact um the other thing i loved about it too is a reaction to fear is that this you know because it's easy to talk about with older generations you know they had the nice church hats and all this stuff 
but i mean i i think to this day we all still feel that fear i don't think anything's changed Mm -mm. so you know while it might not take the same format uh for what our style choices and exactly this if we spend money on the exact same things but you know i know uh and i don't think it's necessarily possible as a black person that is even remotely aware of race in america to not live somewhat of a fearful existence like and i'm not saying like you know crippling anxiety you can't leave the house but but to be aware that this could easily all be taken from you taken from your family you could be taken from your family so on the drop of a dime on a whim on just some some cop decides today's the day some um you know some white crazy motherfucker decides that that they're gonna extinguish your life in an instance because they don't value your life in a way that they wouldn't necessarily do with a white person you know um and i think that fear drives so much i think um you know one of the reasons that we uh have so much uh stuff happening right now with everyone being pinned in the house and everyone you know being on each other's nerves and you know and all this like online conspiracy theories and all that stuff it's because of that fear man like we have to you know and and it's not unfounded fear you Mm -hmm. know i think i think what what when people hear the word fear or something they think is associated with weakness or paranoia or something like that and it's like no a fear doesn't have to be unfounded like if like say you were in an abusive situation and every time you come home you don't know if you're going to get hit or not you're scared to come home that's that's a a founded fear that's not a fear that you've developed out of nowhere you know and so i feel like black people in america have been in an abusive situation for the entirety of our existence here and therefore we have a well-founded fear of things you know um one like like right now with everyone saying you need to go out with a mask you know as a black man i'm like i mean I, i'm gonna do that but i have to i want to make sure i had the right kind of mask because i don't because right. i don't know what the fuck these motherfuckers are gonna think or say or feel because they also have a fear that is unfounded of me <laughs> you know so you know that's stuff like that you know that i think we think about differently you know stopping for gas in south carolina at some random town like it's not on the menu for me you know mm-hmm. so i think um we and and that's such a small thing but you live with it all the time you know to to live with it constantly to be for it to be the you know i'm driving through south carolina i'm like well i gotta stop at columbia i can get gas in charleston i right you know but you know i can't but i can't stop in lynchburg you better not stop in lynchburg south carolina but you know like you that kind of that kind of feeling is uh, is underneath all of this shit and i think living with that you know it does kind of enable some of these like responses and i think we'll never know the cost it's had on us because i still feel like part of the reason uh we can be in situations where we don't value each other's lives enough we don't care about each other like within the community enough like we want to throw away our black women we want to throw away black children we want to throw away um shit in some cases black men you know uh whatever the just the worth of a black life is so short so it gets such short shrift i think that's how you say it it's it's so it's such a it's such a minuscule amount compared to 
you know what we see people how we see people value white lives and i and i refuse to believe that that doesn't penetrate us on a on a on a subconscious level to make us feel that way and it and and it does lead to that fear and that makes us react out whether it's violence whether it's anger whether it's depression whatever like we're we're all in the throes of that shit constantly yeah and and this is one of the things where i do have understanding and compassion doing this pandemic epidemic whatever you want to call it because like you say it's stress and even some of the policies and procedures like for me uh a lot of grocery stores they it hadn't really hit around here yet but uh they're like want to ban plastic bags like no i want my bag i want my bag i want my bag i want a seat in the bag i want to wrap it up you yeah. know because Roy Wood jr has a great joke about that yeah because me walking out the store with a candy bar and somebody else walking out the store with a candy but i want a bag so right. you can see that it was purchased in here and i didn't bring it from any outside entity it's like they make these rules and really don't think about the racism that could be implemented behind i don't want to be accused of stealing anything yeah i think also politically this is one of the reasons i don't equate being black with necessarily being the most liberal or being progressive and i don't equate liberal and progressive being anti-racist you know i think it's because my lived experience i'm like if you don't understand what it is to live this fear and to go out in spite of it and try to you know make something of your life then i can't really trust you and if you feel fear when you look at me i I can't trust you either you know what i mean so like that i think that's one of the reasons that we're not just uh black people don't just attack policy and politics from an economic level it's why it doesn't just it doesn't resonate with us when you just start saying you know socialism or uh health care or whatever it's not that we don't need those things but you're gonna need to add the racial element to it you know to, to in order to really get people to trust you in that way to feel like okay you do understand where this is coming from yes because it's one of the things where history has showed black people over and over again that we are consistently left behind Mm -hmm. whenever these policies and these rules come out unless they are specifically designed to actually infiltrate the poorest of the poor we are going to be even not even if it's for the poorest of the poor we get left behind that's not like even with that we've been left behind before you know what i mean um lbj's initiatives like we like it happens all the time like it has to have a race element in it or it doesn't work and we see what happens when race is put into things they want affirmative action taken out of uh the law they they get rid of the voter right voting rights act they um like it's just a constant battle for just the bare minimum for us to be recognized as humans in a specific plight um and that's without that's not even getting any advantages or anything or not even reparations that's just literally saying we would like to a chance to live and we and you guys won't let us you know right and it's also one of the things that's very frustrating particularly people that know history and like you say we have gone through generations and generations of our bodies not being valued our children being stolen from us our children being uh taken away from us and it's very 
frustrating like you say when people come out with these policies and you're looking like but how is this going to affect me and everybody wants to sing this kumbaya kumbaya my ass how is yeah. this going to affect me but, i don't care about your pie in the sky if your pie in the sky don't include blackberry pie and within our um relationships too you know how we treat each other um you know uh i think we watched uh what was it um man lorraine hansberry's play a raisin in the sun mm-hmm. i think we watched that last year mm-hmm. and that was my first time actually watching it me too and seeing like the dynamics between black men and women play out even back then you know seeing um the way that the fear of his masculinity being stripped drove the entire household into anguish you know him being abusive towards his sister you know argumentative towards his mom and all this type of stuff and then them having to deal with it and then kind of want to put him back on this macho pedestal for him to be able to like at least have some respite somewhere no, no matter how insufferable he was being at home like all that type of shit i feel like it still plays out to this day like not much has changed when it comes to that and i think you know like i said i enjoy uh reading that from tanasi because it's a sobering read but yeah uh like i had never really thought of it that way i thought of it in other terms but i was like yeah underneath all of this is a reaction to fear that all of it can be taken away yeah all right let's get into uh the song butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow a reading rainbow all right let's get into the show guys all kinds of news happening um oh i guess they put the quarantine party list back interesting um i guess we can do some quarantine covid news um yeah i about to say they took it down they were like you know what Mm-mm. we're gonna quarantine this one yeah um all right let me see uh i don't even know what some of these is doing on here i don't know all these songs um i guess we can do this one some white people know music <laughs>
all right let's get into it guys and who was that the ramones you sound like you're sick oh okay yeah they're one of the best greatest bands of all time most popular and everything for white people because i don't know them. i know somebody was jamming yeah the uh, whole two of y'all that's y'all jam it's really on me i that's that's just my limited knowledge of white people music i'm sure most people know that song or at least recognize it uh anyways news guys coronavirus time uh or COVID 19 if you want to sound smart um hiv drug laurent laurent lamab uh which successfully treats coronavirus moving to phase two trials uh, so that's some good news an experimental mm-hmm. hiv drug that has been used to successfully treat covid19 patients is in its second phase of testing with the food and drug administration Laurent Lamab, made by the biotech company Cytoden, was used to treat a handful of severely ill patients in New York City hospitals. A couple were able to be removed from their ventilators. With a study in China indicating the mortality rate among COVID-19 patients requiring mechanical ventilator at more than 85%. The world desperately needs a therapy that can help this patient population, said Cytodine, uh, I'm sorry, CEO Nader Porhasen in a statement. Initial studies suggest Laurent Lamab can reduce the overactive immune response known as cytokine storm uh, cytokine storm that can be triggered by a coronavirus infection. Mm-hmm. Cytokine storms can result in pneumonia and even death. I cried for about five minutes. I, it was very, very emotional. Poor Housing said uh, to Seattle KIRO7 News after first learning of the results. We're hoping we can save millions of lives. Me too, baby. Yeah, I wanted to share at least some some little bit of good news. Uh, no, you know, no, no, that doesn't mean stop social distancing or they cured this or this is even going to work. It's just moving to phase two, but you know everybody shares all the sad shit the numbers but none of the nothing that's hopeful or progressive so uh let's see uh mexico government temporarily shuts down production of corona beers that's crazy what? people literally not buying corona beers because it is is that real like i thought that was just like some shit that when it first started but that's crazy man oh, oh and it might be because bars aren't open let me see this can't be just that can't be the reason i'm gonna say no it gotta be because ain't no bars open yeah that has to be it right right i mean because they literally shut it's down not, all yeah, the bars okay. and depend on where you what what state you live in some states you can order and they can ship alcohol but a lot of states you can't do that you actually have to go pick it up mexican government has ceased operation on all non-essential businesses public and private businesses until april 30th in an attempt to stop the spread of covid19 According to the statement by Grupo Modelo, they're ready to execute their plan to guarantee the supply of beer if the Mexican government decides to include breweries as an essential business. Oh, okay, so it's just they really shut down everything, and it so fuck this article. No, yeah, why they make it sound like Corona beer? It's all the beer, then, right? Like all the beer. A tiger, the Bronx Zoo pest, uh, test positive for coronavirus. Oh, animals can get it. Well, it came from animals. Duh, Karen, my bad. Yeah. Um. So uh the malaysian tiger uh is a four-year-old malaysian tiger at the bronx who tested positive along with six other lions and tigers who have become sick are believed to have caught the virus by a zoo employee who was infected oh uh, oh so we can give it back to the animals the zoo in bronx new york has been closed to the public since march 16th but the first animal starts showing symptoms march 27th all the animals are expected to recover this is believed to be the first known case in a tiger in the world 
uh we tested the cat out of abundance of caution um they said they helped to contribute to the world's continuing understanding of this novel coronavirus um so it's normally not from um tigers or something so they like how did how did the tiger get it yes um the usda previously said there were no known cases of animals or livestock having coronavirus despite some reports of pets catching it they stressed that the global pandemic is driven by person-to-person contact and not from pets to humans it's important to your pet owners and animal owners that at this time there isn't any evidence they can spread the virus yeah i heard that people were already turning pets in and shit oh yeah so i don't know you know how uh i mean we need turn paper into like giving them back or uh tested like or... giving like giving pets away or taking them to the shelters and being like this is like i don't want this pet no more i'm scared ah uh. yeah so i you know who knows if that how true that is that was just some it was an anecdotal thing i saw on facebook someone being like yeah i work at this place and we get more uh pet people turning their pets in and shit like damn boy y'all ain't i thought y'all loved them little motherfuckers uh joe biden says democratic national convention might be a virtual event to avoid coronavirus that makes sense yeah um the rnc is supposed to be here in north in our city the republican national convention they remember cancel that shit no they haven't canceled why would they cancel it they the motherfuckers that think it's a plot against the president you know now i don't know what they're gonna do when they get to it but yeah it's still planned to go ridiculous how are you gonna do that when the governor was like don't get in no big groups y'all gonna like fuck that order i i think what everyone's hoping is that by that point in time we won't be under quarantine anymore or I, you know and so they're making all these plans i you know i'm more pessimistic or i guess maybe even me, realistic me too them them them, them niggas was that freedom at freedom park like it was all good uh this weekend at freedom park not freedom park yes not free it's the big park whatever the big park is in charlotte yes they park. was down at the freedom park mm-hmm. i didn't know that how mm-hmm. you find that out your mama told me i was talking to her on the phone she was oh. like yeah they was down there at freedom park and shit not social distancing i was like fuck we're gonna be at this for ho- forever it's amazing how few people give a fuck like it's literally like i don't maybe it's like i said I, like i said from the jump could be that i'm on social media more it could be i'm watching i'm more attuned to the news because of what we do for a living but i don't feel like i'm being crazy i really mm-hmm. do feel like these people not taking it serious just they just don't know or don't care about the idea of being so sick you could die or maybe they believe the president you know that's mm-hmm. just a little flu and all that shit mm-hmm more and more people are turning to vr porn during self-isolation for comfort from depression anxiety and frustration hmm. mm-hmm. that's a safe way to be uh intimate union catching no diseases you social distancing that's smart i mean i guess if you're gonna be in the house you might as well give it a try right you may as well no one, i mean this way i mean no one's supposed to be around you that's that's not uh, always supposed to be around you so it's not like anyone can like walk through the door and be you like oh my god me. look at you looking crazy in that helmet with those gloves. goggles and gloves feeling on virtual titties like this is the one time you can just do that and no one can come in and, and possibly surprise you so i mean i guess it's the time now particularly if you're at home by yourself who the fuck else is gonna surprise you that dog yeah so i don't know um 
with everything going online due to coronavirus from birthday parties to yoga classes one industry that isn't suffering is porn more people all over the world are watching pornographic videos with Pornhub seeking a significant increase in users on the site since march 10th yeah so they are going to it more often than uh than when they were allowed to go out and do things mm-hmm. um Pornhub latest coronavirus update shows us a 13.7 percent jump in traffic compared to an average day on march 20th which shot up to an 18.5 percent increase on march 24th when the company announced it would make premium services available to everyone for free virtual reality porn has been a particularly fast-growing category on Pornhub since 2016 for people isolated away from their partners or potential flings vr might be the one way to provide comfort that's not quite as good as the real thing but a close enough substitute uh yeah i've never done vr porn so i don't know mm. you know i just i don't know i still have a little too much dignity to put on the headset i don't think i've ever done anything vr yeah um you know not that i'm against it not shaming anybody but for myself i just couldn't see myself i feel like once i go full vr there's no going back <laughs> yeah you know? no going back the regular 2d can two people wear vr sets at the same time and then it's like they're Coming having to a, each other rooms a threesome or they can like be with each other virtually believe you me if not somebody working on it yeah your screen name gonna be above your head uh the nra is suing governor cuomo for closing ny gun shops as non-essential businesses because bitch they ain't who you shooting up nra man they always they always find a way to come through at the wrong for the wrong the wrong time for the wrong shit don't they we want you to stay at home the the who, who the fuck is going out and buying all these guns i mean gun sales did go but if you ain't already have one fuck it um yeah uh, this is such a weird I don't know such a weird thing to be this is what we mad about word right well you fucking close a gun shop no people need to be able to catch coronavirus in there what if coronavirus come to my door i need to shoot it and kill it (laughs) (laughs) uh let's see what else happened um pastor kenneth copeland claims he can blow coronavirus away Mm -mm. no sir yeah yeah it's selling a new cure for the virus just blow it away Mm-mm. now he's the same one that needed that jet right and got mad when uh he, that woman kept asking him about why he needed a big ass plane oh, I don't and remember. he got an attitude uh, about it uh and there was a video of it he got super nasty uh i feel like kenneth copeland is not necessarily a good guy i'm starting to suspect um <laughs> <laughs> yeah i could just blow it away you know that's been the problem i don't know why china didn't just have me come through and blow, blow it away. away i mean listen you know what i say put him in the hospital no masks no gowns and let's see what he could do i say we give it a shot all right where everybody is in right now if kenneth copeland can walk up into hospitals where dozens of people are dying and shit and just blow just blow the coronavirus off of folks then uh yeah i I say we let him let him have his day okay and then we'll see what the results are no no okay all right well karen's not with it i guess you want these people to die and not be cured of the coronavirus i'm good i mean hot hot breath that cures coronavirus i don't think you i think you're missing the point 
copeland who heads up copeland ministries out of fort worth has been in the business for 52 years a long time mm-hmm. uh you think donald trump will try it you know it he's like he gonna have kenneth copeland addressing america on the next on his next press conference uh, he better not now america i want you to lean in close to the tv i'm gonna blow that coronavirus up off of you unless you're brown brown people stay away good grief them illegals the bar is so low i can't like it do how i hate to say it but how are y'all not convinced that every mega church pastor is an atheist that just couldn't resist the temptation of easy money that's what it seemed like to me these niggas cannot possibly believe in anything but some money man like this shit is crazy the stuff that they say they say it's just it's just an atheist it's just like hey man these motherfuckers are giving away everything you can say anything you can do anything you can get caught with uh uh you can get caught with uh being a pedophile you can get caught being accused of rape you can be fucking abusive you can be rich as shit while they broke and you can go on tv and be like you better motherfucking pay your tithes i know that much coronavirus ain't gonna hit these pockets the lord gotta get his first and by the lord i mean i'm gonna take the money y'all the lord is me i'm the one with the money these fools keep doing it how are they not motherfucking just atheists who couldn't stop they couldn't couldn't help themselves any of us could have done this you know but the rest of us have conviction and some type of morality that makes us go i don't want to do this i can't abuse stupid people this much Mm -mm. but there's a small section of people in the world that are like i actually don't have any scruples i will fucking take the money i just want to be rich and these all i gotta do is tell these dummies something about jesus and they give me the money it's the easiest fucking hustle in the world oh my god uh china will make consumption of wild and wild and domesticated animals illegal um because people don't know which animal transferred the virus to humans these a couple of times coronaviruses have come from uh like people eating bats and stuff oh, like that and their proximity and closeness to animals too according to you know according to to uh what i read about it so there's the you know china i guess says all right man this shit this too crazy we don't know which one's doing it so no to the animals yeah uh after coming under fire for his discount program grubhub says it will pay restaurants 250 dollars each what happened well um grubhub supper for support promotion offers diners ten dollars off an order of thirty dollars or more placed with grubhub between 5 and 9 p.m during the month of april okay under the original terms of the deal however restaurants that opted in were expected to cover both the ten dollar discount and grubhub's commission on the undiscounted order total not the lower amount that the customer actually paid wow after withering criticism and backlash for a promotion which appeared to take advantage of struggling restaurants grubhub said thursday is putting a 30 million dollars towards support for supper giving each participating restaurant a measly 250 dollars to cover the cost of the per order discount after that 250 dollars is spent it appears the restaurants are once again on the hook to make up the difference grubhub spokesperson dan abernethy 
sending an email to the verge that participating restaurants decide up front whether they want to fund the additional discounts which he said was clearly catered to them he added like all grubhub promotions commissions are calculated on the pre-promotion total abernethy said that there had been some confusion about support for supper which he said was an entirely optional initiative to drive more business to restaurants that had been so successful that grubhub was doubling down on the promotion grubhub which reported revenue of 341 million and gross food sales of 1.6 billion for the fourth quarter of 2019 says it anticipates the funding for support for supper promotion will help generate at least 100 million in restaurant sales it claims the restaurants participating in the promotions during the covid 19 pandemic has seen up to a 30 percent increase in sales more people are ordering delivery restaurants many of which are closed due to social distancing restrictions a report the restaurant review platform yelp estimates that restaurant delivery was up 300 percent in the past month yeah here's the thing i would say though how do they know that it's from the promotion and not just from the fact everyone has to order you know grubhub or takeout now if they want to eat at a eat a restaurant right it's like you're not giving them a choice because if they get angry and take and and be like well i'm not using it that's one less location that they people can order from well i think what happens is you don't go off the app but you go off of the special thing that when you first open it up it's like hey you want ten dollars off of your meal if you spend thirty dollars or more shop at these restaurants and it's like four restaurants or whatever and if you say you know if you click on that it just takes you to those restaurants so those will be like the first four restaurants most people see they're trying to save a little money they go ahead and sign up for it you don't realize it's not taking off ten dollars off of what grubhub is getting it's taking ten dollars that the restaurant is is basically giving up right and i heard one of them was actually waiving like delivery fees and to find out they were still charging the restaurants the same percentage like the restaurants have like a percentage of flat fee but they didn't reduce that flat fee but yet it's free delivery Mm-hmm. so restaurants are like hey if it's free delivery you know i don't mind paying a fee but we shouldn't have to pay the same fee when you're right. doing the delivery because you actually aren't incurring any costs and it's an uptick in business right oprah winfrey donates 10 million dollars to coronavirus relief efforts wonderful yep um I'm donating 10 million overall to help Americans during this pandemic in cities across the country and in areas where I grew up. Her generous commitment includes $1 million donation to America's Food Fund, who are working with Feeding America and celebrity chef Jose Andres World Central Kitchen. I know everybody can't donate a million dollars, but I feel like this is the central place to go if you really want to do something. Winfrey told Andres and Feeding America CEO Claire Babineau, Fontenot. Fontenot, uh during her latest episode of her apple tv series oprah talks covid19 um yeah so good good for her i mean people are hurting out there and i hope if you're waiting on the government to come through and save you it's not gonna happen mm-hmm. so every little bit helps man uh airlines face pressure to refund customers after bailout by taxpayers right right mm-hmm. because people people are mad because a lot of their flights and stuff people have been canceling them because they can't go nowhere and a lot of companies are like hey here's a um voucher for later on people are like fuck your voucher and they only last for a year i don't know if i'm gonna be flying again like give me my money give me my mm-hmm. motherfucking money don't hold on to it because you can right um and with y'all getting bailed out anyway what what you need my money for give me my money back 
you know i have some tickets right now sitting they hold with a credit that you know, last for a year and it's like if we flying in a year right right and that's the thing and they know people may or may not so they basically tying people money up they had a what you call a bit of business bureau people started calling in to be like i want my motherfucking money even on tickets that are non-refundable because people are like i we didn't nobody knew this was going to happen i had intentions on taking a flight i didn't and for some of them they didn't cancel the flight the airline canceled the flight so if the airline because you know they started reducing flights if y'all canceled the flight how am i on the hook for you canceling the flight right burglaries of seattle businesses increased during stay-at-home order police say why mm-hmm yeah 104 reports of burglaries last week in seattle uh compared to 54 last same time last year and that's uh, according to the police there uh, many businesses have closed during the statewide stay-at-home order issued by governor Inslee. um so yeah and it's been extended through may 4th in seattle so it could i mean in in their state so it could uh theoretically go go more right so now we got to you know because eventually you got to be like no just after a certain hour you can't be out here because they're probably doing this shit at nighttime when they know most people are in and shit like that and don't nobody want to come you know somebody might come check on the restaurant or, or something like that and they realize it's broken into why 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 would you do this just because you can i mean for the money i guess i don't know i mean they criminals can they're doing crimes for criminal reasons uh, maybe for food I don't same know. reason they do crimes other times of the year i mean now it's the easiest time to crime like that's true police ain't really out as much people ain't really out as much you know uh this brooklyn landlord just canceled rent for hundreds of tenants mario salerno who has 18 apartment buildings said he did not want renters to stress about their payment during the coronavirus pandemic a few days after losing his job in march paul gentile was thrown away throwing away trash outside his brooklyn apartment building when he noticed a new sign hanging at the front door because of the coronavirus pandemic which has brought life to a near standstill in new york city and caused an untold number of people to lose their jobs tenants in the building did not need to pay april rent it read stay safe help your neighbors and wash your hands the landlord mario salerno wrote on the signs which he posted on all 18 of his residential buildings in the borough hmm yeah yeah it's interesting because uh people's relationship with rent has really been a, a issue online people have been talking about it and it's such a weird thing because uh they're like if your landlord wants your rent money basically fuck them like it's like fuck fuck landlords fuck people that own you know homes and lease them out or sublet them or any of this shit fuck all these people they don't they they don't deserve to get the money um which is such a weird stance to me uh because they'll say stuff like they don't do anything except get the money it's like well technically the if you sign that contract or whatever they do do shit you know they're supposed to come through and fix shit for you they're supposed to maintain the place they also take all the risk if something happens like if mm-hmm. something the house burns down that shit is not on you no it's not. you know like they have to have the insurance on the shit you know now sometimes you have renter's insurance right that kind of like has an effect to it too but like you know it's, it's i'm not the one got to rebuild this shit i'll move somewhere else mm-hmm. good luck you know this is if, that's if i just burn my apartment down if i burn the whole motherfucking apartment building down they gotta figure something out you know mm-hmm. but um 
it's also like also there's just a lot of people that they rent properties that they bought right so you know that's nothing new yeah so like you know i think my dad rents a condo or leaves a condo out to people you know and he he does the maintenance on it and all that you know he's had tenants that he's had relationships for years and they're they're cool so this idea of like fuck these these land loaner motherfuckers like that shit that's such a and like i said maybe it's just a twitter thing because you know twitter niggas mm-hmm. but it was it was just such a weird thing that just suddenly it's kind of like the eat the rich shit it just came out of nowhere it was like nigga you can fucking be a landlord and not be rich Come not on. every landlord is some type of fucking baron or not. whatever some motherfuckers just like i bought a house i you know want to get a new house i'm gonna I, i'm gonna use this to invest in myself and now this is an investment i get money out of this house that i already bought every and minus the maintenance and shit and pay taxes on the house by the way like yeah I, like it's crazy like i don't know that was such a crazy fucking thing that people said it's like yeah, like they don't understand basic econ- economics yeah it's so weird it's it's you know what it is man i hate to keep going back to this but it's that thing where people aren't socialists they're just fucking greedy mm-hmm. and and angry and lazy sometimes like this isn't a matter of fairness or a matter it's like i don't want to be responsible for nothing i don't want to pay no bills i want to use services i don't want there to be no fee incurred i want my work to be compensated fuck everybody else's work right like there's a weird undercurrent to a lot of the um to a lot of the the rhetoric online it's just not it don't really truly curl into like a philosophy it's more like what how does this benefit me at the moment right you know like so second it don't fuck it yeah it's such a weird fucking thing because the the thing thing is you as a person in rent pays them they have expenses too now will make you think that yeah. they have so, expenses like, that you don't like have and like i said about. i'm not speaking to every situation but when you paint with a broad brush this right. is what the fuck i'm gonna talk about correct because not every situation is that you know um and even the companies that uh that like are big corporations that own all this property they bought that fucking property like i don't like what the fuck they like that is their shit you know what i mean if they have employees those their employees are relying on that shit too right. like it's not just a, a fucking like like it's, it's this weird thing where we're like yeah the workers and we need to make sure that okay cool well how are they gonna get money if we'll start all right nobody's paying rent anymore fuck everything you know like so fuck those people that work there right fuck all of them you got in the wrong job i hey i want to keep my money and live here and y'all still do all the work that it takes to to for to own this place except now i live here you know and people are like well i mean then then just uh you know it well if you need my money to pay uh expenses and shit then you know you should just live there or whatever i'm like then you should just get a house that's the same right. it's the same logic it doesn't it's the same sense. logic like it's just it's just weird it's like this weird i don't know cherry picking of the of the thing where i'm like let's look at the whole picture and no one wants to do that it's just we're the good guys because we want a certain thing and they're the bad guys period and there's no exceptions to the rule oh no all of us Mm -mm. things are getting tight fuck everybody else that's you know it's like i said it's selfishness disguised as like political idealism that i don't think is necessarily true you know agreed and this is why 
you have other countries that come in uh that said hey y'all can't collect it and we will compensate like like other countries i'll be like i like hey they can't pay you but we'll have to compensate you because shit still gotta run though yeah it's just weird man like i don't know it's like rent is a made-up thing it's like that's true and so is money and so is you getting a paycheck every week so it's compensation for your labor it's all made up negotiated societal things that we've kind of agreed to you know um i think uh what's happening is that things are getting tough now and so you got people feeling that pressure and so it's coming out of folks man like motherfuckers don't want to do what they were doing before Mm -hmm. you know but i just think it's kind of a weird we have to be careful with that because i think it's it's there's like this weird sort of like you do a thing for me i should never have to be uncomfortable on my end you should take all the discomfort but i don't think they fully thought through who the fuck is going to be uncomfortable i don't think it's as simple as just some land some man with a fucking monocle and a top hat that's just price gouging everybody like some of this shit um while still building to a fucked up capitalistic system some of this shit you know does make a difference you know i was thinking about this the other day where i was like uh you know people are kind of like you know we're more about um what we really wanted to have is like socialism and all that stuff i was like okay cool so let's say the government subsidizes everything for us which you know cool but we got to split it evenly amongst everybody can't be anybody doing too much better than the other person beyonce got to make as much as the janitor and the janitor got to make as much as beyonce right can't be no difference right so i'm like y'all want to live in government housing like is that a real thing like you look at like russian like the buildings they have in russia and shit dude you like is that a thing you would really like or is that like some shit you're talking where you kind of want to keep the same status the same status of living the same whatever luxuries you've been able to afford you don't want to give those up whatever luxuries other people have they should have to give those up like i just wonder how fully thought out some of this stuff is because i feel like a lot of it's anger like we're like we're angry and the situation is desperate and so there's a lot of like you know fuck everybody that's not me going on right now and i think that's where some of this shit for me that's where they lose me is where i'm like i don't know this feels more like fuck everybody that's not me not necessarily the system I'm, we, we, this will fix it like i don't know if you feel like it'll like will it fix it and we're like well you know part of the things you need to give up is everyone's not gonna have good internet like that's hey no everybody's not gonna we're gonna have a government smartphone it won't be an iphone it won't be no no shit it'll make a phone call you know maybe some browse the internet type shit we'll be doing that you know twitter will be a government subsidized thing like china has this shit mm-hmm. you know like the government will decide what goes on there what doesn't what features it has and all that shit like i wonder how people would feel about that taken to the fullest extent you know but i don't think in their minds that they really believe the fullest extent of this they just kind of want the same they just kind of want the good life correct and everybody's gonna feel this everybody's going to feel this you're not the only one just like you as a tenant is under pressure don't you think your landlord is under pressure too because now all of a sudden people may or may not be able to afford rent which means they may or may not be able to pay the people that they need to pay well it's just it's funny because i like see people and they like 
like get they're mad at their like because like landlords will be like listen the uh rent is still doing on the first Mm -hmm. so i understand the government's not shutting down they you know um they're not suspending rent because see what what people would need what the rent people in many cases would need is someone to subsidize them Mm -hmm. so it would take the government and keep in mind other countries are doing this but it would take the government to come in and be like hey we're gonna bail you out so suspend the rent like we'll figure out how to compensate you so you don't need to be putting pressure on people to pay rent because right now what we need is everyone to stay inside and if we and if we tell people they have to pay rent they're gonna go outside they're gonna spend money but because we have such a fucking uh hodgepodge uh policy from the federal government right now mm-hmm. i think that's why you have the situation we have because other countries that are doing this they're not all fucking socialist utopias that are doing this no they're not but they're but they're like this is a special situation where the government needs to step in and be like this is a uniform policy no no don't charge people rent we'll take care of it you know what i mean but we don't have that and so i think we end up kind of pointing the fingers at each other because of landlords another cog in the wheel you know essentially um because they got like once again they have taxes and bills and people to pay and all that shit too you know my apartment complex has the people that work in the office had the people that work in their corporate office they had the people that come and fix all the shit and maintenance and all that stuff if i if everyone in my apartment complex said fuck it we're not paying rent what the fuck so fuck the dude that came and fixed my air conditioner six times fuck him too like it's like it's just not as cut and dry as people try to make it online at least that's what i've noticed you know but good luck though you know what i'm saying um i appreciate people like my man being able to say hey i'm spending rent you know i just feel like once again same way i feel about celebrities donating it really shouldn't be up to them Mm-mm. really saying like a government function that is when government drops the ball we gotta hope for heroes and charity and shit that's not you know that that that's really it's really a more all this shit points to a failure from the part of our government in my opinion correct and the trillions and trillions of dollars that they did on this package deal rent should have been in this like hey you know what in addition to this we have to do something because if we truly want people not to have to go to work and to stay off the street because we had the highest level of unemployment filed of all fucking time we have got to do something because as long as people have to pay rent right. people will still continue to go out on the street they will they're gonna still, risk it they will still feel that pressure right and so you know it's like i understand that the large corporations need help because you know no matter what people say you can't let them fail because guess what's associated with them people yeah like um i see regular jay says in the chat room that you know banks are getting the bell out and so they can uh lend at a lower rate and most can suspend the mortgage if they're not being made to that's the fucking problem it has to be that like it's not gonna happen because i just don't feel like paying my rent so fuck everybody it would take some money from the government which has trillions of fucking dollars it can find out of nowhere to drop of a hat it would take that and but because at the top we don't have policy makers who will do that and i mean donald trump and his administration and the republicans that also are in the senate because of them we don't get that you see what i'm saying so to me this like this once again is like um i i wonder if you could sit some of these folks down that are like yeah renting some bullshit blah 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 if you could be like okay cool so as a solution to this issue 
four years ago were you ready to vote for hillary clinton were you gonna like was because that was like putting in your local election were you voting democrat what were you doing to ensure this four years ago because that's how these problems work and that's the lesson that i you know i don't want to get lost in the immediacy of the issues which is that there was a solution on the table a long time ago because a competent leader and a competent administration handles this in a more painless way there's gonna be pain there's gonna be death there's nothing we can do about that Mm -mm. but a competent administration handles this barack obama had three different um pandemic uh level uh diseases touch america during his tenure and none of them touched it like this you know whether it was sars whether it was zika whether it was um the one that starts with the e that i can't remember Ebola? ebola yeah like um there's like there's something to the, and and the fact that uh barack obama and his administration presented donald trump with a 69 page pandemic response on the during the training for the job when he was meeting with barack with donald trump to be like hey here's what you need to expect on this job man you think they care about that shit they don't care they don't care about their experience they don't care about any of that so we things that i think could have happened under a more competent government that actually gave a fuck about the people that i think we might we might have got some of these things we would have had rent relief in that bill mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you would have had ongoing payments from your job not one twelve hundred dollar payment mm-hmm. you would have had ongoing payments and how do i know because democrats in the house presented these ideas democrats in the senate presented these ideas you know who, yeah. di- who rejected these ideas republicans and who ultimately gets to desi- decide republicans because they're the ones that are in power and they're the ones that got the most votes in their local elections and they're the ones that are suppressing the other <laughs> voters in the election and and they're and so they get to come and decide well we started this thing from the perspective of how do we give money to corporations to say don't do shit for anybody because initially that's what they were going to do initially nobody else was going to get any help yeah. and it was like bitch you can't do that they bailed out wall street first before they did any of that the deal the first thing they did was release more money to wall street which of course immediately tanked so but but yeah so i think when we when we think about these issues it has to be more than just the short-sighted thing it reminds me why i didn't fuck with the occupy movement because it's so short-sighted and it's not like it's not truly about any one thing it's more about the angst that white people felt about being left out of the american dream that their boomer parents uh and grandparents were supposed to experience and there was that and i and you know i felt it in my core from the time i first saw that shit i was like first of all if it's a bunch of angry people about america why is it so white come on that like that right then it made no sense angry people and then you get so many of the stories that are like i was in college and i left college and i came out here to stand in wall street i'm like for what though like what like what's the point you know well that we don't have a point that's the point we don't have an agenda that's the agenda we don't have we don't have positions we don't have ranks we don't have activists that's spokespeople we're just angry we're all here together for different reasons i'm here for sex work and i'm here for uh you know marijuana legalization and i'm here for student loans it's like dog this is just angry white people right now and y'all putting me off like i don't like it don't feel real you know what i mean it feels like the same well of anger that i'm told 
the um you know working white class has or Mm -hmm. i'm told that the trump supporter who you know just just needs to be understood because of his angst it feels like that same well of anger that's just like nondescript and not truly organized and not truly um defined you know and i'm sorry but angry white people scare me they like i need more i need need some some specificity to to what you're selling i need a list you know so anyway man um good luck to to that though i do i do think um if we if if enough people make it through this i really do hope people look back at this and be like okay so what how do we build off of this because everyone has felt the punch everyone's feeling the crunch right now how do we build off of this like how what's the next step like what 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 politicians are you looking at what vote how are you planning to vote now when you know this this pandemic's still going on in november what what's the plan on you getting the mail-in ballot you know right. what's the plan on us making sure that the process is is fair and on the up and up you know um that's the kind of shit i'm looking at shit what's the process on protecting our politicians you know everybody's talking about where's biden you know where's bernie i actually don't want them out and about right now they need to be having their ass somewhere isolated like we supposed to be doing hello trump dumbass out here doing these meetings every day and not practicing social distancing like that that he shouldn't even be doing that to be Mm -hmm. honest i mean i don't necessarily i wouldn't cry if he got sick but it's stupid is the point uh what virus belarus rejects strict measures against pandemic when belarus's president last made a public appearance he wore protective gear but it wasn't for coronavirus alexander lukashenko who derives global concerns over covid19 as mass psychosis donned a helmet and knee guards to play ice hockey at a venue packed with spectators there were no viruses here did you see any flying around i don't see them either he said he's an avid player of the sport told a tv reporter while on the ice at the weekend event it's better to die standing than live on your knees what while belarus's neighbors impose increasing restrictions on public life to halt the virus's spread its main ally and sponsor russia has closed the border the former soviet republic is facing the global crisis with a blend of bravado and casual disregard factories stores and restaurants conduct business as usual stands and sporting events filled with spectators and masks are a rare sight on the streets of the capital minsk belarus is the only country in europe still playing professional soccer games with fans in the stands oh they're gonna have an outbreak like crazy the health ministry rejects the idea of restrictions and quarantine it considers widespread testing treating severe cases of the virus and monitoring those who come in contact with infected people much more effective with some 36,000 out of 9.5 million population tested, uh, 1,500 people closely monitored and more ventilators per 1,000 people than the U.S. and Italy, the situation is under control, Belarus health officials say. Until it's not. Lukashenko, a 65-year-old former state farm director, has run the country as a near dictatorship for a quarter century, cultivating a tough guy image and tolerating no dissent. The national coronavirus strategy reflects that. Lukashenko treats the coronavirus as a subordinate said tatiana bykovich a 46 year old economist who was one of the few people walking around minsk in a mask but the virus isn't submissive in recent days a comparatively low number of officially reported infections has been steadily rising and the first four deaths have been reported some belarusians believe the government statistics underplay the spread to keep the nation's soviet-style economy running 
under the conditions of total state control of the mass media and statistics belarus has every chance of being the most successful country in the world in the fight against coronavirus said analyst victor martonovich nevertheless ministers appear to be taking the epidemic much more seriously than the government is medical workers on social media urge people to stay home soccer fans vow to stop going to games and have called on the national soccer federation to draw on some courage and stop the belarusian championship as the rest of the world has done reporters demand that the authorities update the nation on the number of coronavirus cases daily and not once every few days like they do now we're supposed to laugh and not take the virus seriously but with caskets filling italy's coronavirus hotspot bergamo and all the neighboring countries taking action the situation in belarus doesn't look funny 20 year old college student igor gubarovich mm-hmm. said everybody everybody else around y'all shut down the impact that a lockdown will have on the economy sees the word lukashenko more than the disease itself hmm, familiar belarus already has been squeezed by a cut in russian energy subsidies amid stall talks about a deeper integration between the two neighbors now the economic damage from the outbreak could sharply exacerbate the situation this week minsk asked the international monetary fund for a loan of up to 900 million because of the challenges the country faces as the outbreak continues to to grow grow that's now that is interesting you're asking for money while saying it's not a problem more people will die from unemployment and hunger than coronavirus said lukashenko this week dismissing concerns around the pandemic as the mass psychosis he said he hasn't taken any coronavirus test so i guess it could be worse you know i guess it could be could be worse i'll tell you one thing to help me guys that the one reason i'm not that worried right now i cut out uh stupid people from my life a long time ago and the stupid people seem to be the ones that's gonna ruin the thing for us it's a lot of you know it's a lot of dummies out there a lot of them keep going to the uh going to public places not practicing social distancing not wearing masks touching people and shit they're not supposed to touch having parties putting it on instagram i feel like you know the key is to not be around stupid people for a while i'm not saying it's only gonna kill stupid people duh but some of us have empathy and we hang around with stupid people and that's how we gonna catch it you know what i mean because you're gonna be like oh man my dumb ass friend uh, uh i guess i can let him come down my house and that's how we gonna catch it it's through the stupid you know mm-hmm. and what do we do when the stupid person is in charge because they're damning us all when you know stupid person in charge i don't know if you have this article or not but uh i think it's in india they have uh like slums and in india the government over there isn't shutting shit down no they shut shit down in india that was the one where they only had four hours to get the fuck out of town and get home okay it wasn't india but i I, it's overseas i I forgot what country it is but they have like a large slum population and the government isn't shutting it down and with slums people are like in close tight quarters so the um i don't know if you're gonna call them gangsters mafia they actually shut shit down they actually went around the slums and told people y'all we the government ain't doing their job we don't want to die y'all better go in and if you don't we will shoot you if your ass is out here after not at at dark because they was like the government won't come in so they started uh, yeah forced the people to go in yeah i mean and then i think uh boris the dude from uh the britain their prime minister or whatever that's what it was it's cartels and it was in brazil thank you baby 
yeah um that boris dude went to um went to the icu the, the uh looking like the fake trump, trump yeah mm-hmm. uh trump missing the chromosome uh which i guess missing two chromosomes because he like he missed one but that dude went to the icu today Mm-hmm. Be- okay because it. because on the low and he, oh and he was out here saying he'd be shaking hands and it's no big deal it's just the flu mm-hmm. because a lot of people that have came in contact with trump has caught the shit trump might be asymptomatic and he's just spreading the shit and uh this dude was like hey i'm gonna follow him and he would he i see you ventilator like he might not make it uh experts tell the white house that coronavirus can spread through talking and breathing yeah now i saw uh people arguing over the technical aspects of this to say like well it's not airborne it still spreads through droplets um but not but my thing is is not just sneezes or coughs um it can also just be an asymptomatic person just talking to you correct breathing it because you know the droplets and they, the droplets can stay in the air for up to three hours um so yeah um it's a little bit a little bit scary there man you know and that's that's why they changed their their advice from you know don't go to the grocery store don't um you know don't go uh out to work or whatever if you can afford if you're not essential or whatever um right and, and the thing about it the scariest part for a lot of people but it's the reality this is one of those things where you have to adapt as we go nobody knows y'all nobody knows no yeah. everybody is it's by the minute something new oh shit it can do this oh shit it can do that oh shit it can do this well also like they there was there was motivation for places like the cdc that we would love to have transparency from there was motivation for them to, to lie essentially or to lie by omission and be like oh you don't need a mask you don't need this you don't need that because uh the stock supplies are so low in america for the people that really do have to have them to do their jobs you know nurses and medical workers and doctors and stuff that work in the the er and hospital on the front lines of this shit so you know there's been a lot of misinformation not to mention you know your social media misinformation that comes from people like it's been a it's been a lot for folks to have to try to navigate um through all of this and so um and in addition to changing growing new information that comes because you need to do testing on this stuff like what people you know some and some of the research coming from china which we don't necessarily trust um uh, and then once it hits your city your place you're not necessarily testing all this shit you know what i mean like you like you're trying to save lives you might not be able to do all this and then you know there's other data that we'll cover in fucking with black people but you know there's there's stuff there's racial data there's mm-hmm. age data there's you know there's more than that you know what are underlying health conditions that that what counts you know um all of that stuff you know how many people have had this already but don't know it i was just real sick in december i don't know what it was you know how many people have had that so you just really don't fucking know um now the cdc maintains a virus spread from person to person when people are within about six feet of each other though respiratory droplets produce through respiratory droplets produced when they infect the person coughs or sneezes according to cnn but feinberg told the publication that while this information is true research showed that aerosol aerosol aerosolized droplets produced by take talking or possibly even just breathing can also spread the virus 
feinberg's letter explained that research at a hospital in china showed that the virus could be suspended in the air when doctors and nurses removed protective gear or when floors were clean or when staff moved around shit right um so yeah this this shit is super super contagious right Um, and then people talking about well it's pretty outside okay okay i don't know how to give a fuck about it being pretty outside you'll be outside dead you do that yep so um all right i think i'm gonna move on from the the uh um move on from the the pandemic news there's so much of it all all the time everywhere feels like that's become the whole front segment of the show lately but like i said i feel like we have to kind of do our job to um talk about this shit because if not who would and it's touching every other news segment anyway so um all right let's see what other news we have guys um all right and just plain ass news um well this is kind of COVID 19 too uh if you're homeschooling your children this summer you can't forget to talk about sex education yeah if you're if you you know it's going to be interesting because i think we kind of farm that out a lot of times to uh the teachers teachers and we're uncomfortable with sex right now you're gonna have some some parents in charge of teaching kids about sex ed um, and i know some of y'all are bad teachers i know some of them kids be like fuck i can't wait to get back to school you're a terrible teacher they might feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. you know i don't know like yeah it's gonna be an interesting situation but don't forget uh louis ck surprise comedy special coming out y'all came out i think saturday i think it's already dropped on this website as he's done in the past i think it's like seven dollars seven ninety nine it's called uh sincerely lewis ck uh i haven't heard much of a about it or anything i think at this point you know everyone's so firmly against this motherfucker or firmly for this motherfucker you ain't gonna get a lot of accurate or honest reviews so uh and i'm i'm probably not gonna check it out yeah, no i'm not so i'm not even gonna lie, lie to the people no yeah but it's not but not on some like boycott shit i really mm-hmm. just uh haven't really been i was never the biggest louis ck fan in the first place same so i i don't know like i like this show though i thought the show was good um but um i never really been a big stand-up fan of his stand-up and i always thought people uh i always felt like people just kind of over they gave him an extra bump because he talks about topics that people would typically go oh this is a very uncomfortable topic to talk about on stage but i still remember when people said uh they were holding up his rape joke and his nigger joke as this is the way to do these jokes and i was like white people are telling me this like how a white person gonna tell me how to make a nigger joke like i'll be the judge of that you know what i mean so all right uh rihanna says she's very aggressively working on music and wants three to four kids in a new interview oh so y'all might get some music because i mean what else she gonna be doing we finally got rihanna had to sit her ass down right we finally got her to sit down but you know what she's also coming with a fenty um uh, skincare line not makeup makeup and skincare right but it's finally the one time she can't be out here 
dab dibbling and dabbling in all the fucking arts and all the fucking businesses she gotta sit her ass down and, she and maybe she gonna come working. up with an album you know she can't be on zoom all the day come all on the time i think she broke up with that man so you know she might not just be quarantined with some dude fucking all day hopefully we get an album y'all <laughs> everybody keep their fingers crossed uh Takashi 69 is to be released from prison early due to the coronavirus he didn't catch it he just scared to catch it and apparently that's uh you know you know you can submit a request to get someone take get out of jail off of that uh i think uh jim jones the rapper is also being requested to be out of get out of jail early so uh, but so the tiger king dude requested it a bunch of people requested now not everybody gonna get it. i mean you got 22 years left on your sentence good luck you know but people that are close to the end they letting people out by the way if you want to listen to a good podcast about prison and jail and um covid19 um check out jonathan Capar's latest episode about uh where he talks to two prison activists about it um and i love that interview it was a great interview i heard about that ground it's called caped up ain't it cape uh it's called uh i think did i mispronounce it my bad i can't remember cape up cape up cape up with jonathan capehart yeah i just uh that was that was very close i think you said caped up but it's my caped bad up. yeah no problem uh let's see chuck d and flavor flay still in public enemy because the split was a hoax i don't know why but i don't believe this they also put a new album out and flavor flavor is on the album i heard it myself it's called it's uh it's the album is not under public enemy it's called enemy radio but it's a brand new album i listened to it the other day so yeah i'm not gonna lie i i'm not a fan of this bullshit like this is like to me i'm like man chuck y'all play like this like you know the whole thing especially with it being over bernie sanders and and y'all really did do the rally like i don't know it just seemed kind of whack um chuck d has now described the entire episode as a hoax does it take go, doing crazy shit or a catastrophe to wake people up obviously so even when paying attention is the cheapest price to pay he wrote on his website i had watched orson wells war of the worlds for 19 from 1938 when he pulled the wool over the public's eyes as they put 100 percent belief in technology and radio most people follow like a pavlovic dog just like they do now hearing the confused mush of political talk while under bowels of trumpetus make made me use a presidential stage as my platform out of this storm came a plan to between flav and me to remind people that what's important should have as much if not more value than just what's popular thus came the hoax our war of the worlds he added flav doesn't do benefits and stay away from political events we being cool and always agreed about that he detailed the difference between public enemy a group featuring him and flav and enemy radio an auxiliary unit that features all the members except flav and which performed at the bernie sanders rally in los angeles on march 1st uh the announcement came alongside a new single billed as enemy radio featuring public enemy that reunites chuck d and flavor flav on the track what what is up with this it just makes no sense food is a machine gun castigates the u.s food industry inspired by Kristen lawless's book formerly known as food the lyrics attack the u.s food and drug administration sugar intake and the use of pesticides and chemicals in food production and public an enemy radio album loud is not enough was also announced 
okay i guess i I hate to see my faves go through something like this man what like chuck d a stunt queen now man what happened bruh what is happening what was the purpose what was the purpose publicity stunt for for the album man that's so sad man y'all too old reduced to this man and all that shit over bernie sanders i'm just glad the the good news silver lining is it wasn't true so i'll take that part and move on uh florida man was killed when he, when hot asphalt poured into the his suv drove in a i-95 crash what how did that happen um you know what karen i don't have any um concrete answers for you a <laughs> uh, 27 year old florida man was killed thursday night in a crash involving an asphalt truck on i-95 I- in volusia county uh trooper said austin dry a uh, cape corral died in the wreck which happened at 10:45 p.m uh, according to the FHP, Dry was driving a 2018 Toyota RAV4 north on I-95 when he changed lanes and then crashed into the truck, which was hauling hot asphalt. Mm. Not any type. Hot. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying who's to blame, but it sounds like it was his asphalt. <laughs> <laughs> um the truck driver 45 year old deltona man swerved to avoid the suv the truck overturned spilling hot asphalt into the rav4 and two lanes of i-95 fhp said dry died at the scene the truck driver was taken to the hospital with serious injuries man you just have to learn not to take life for granted Oh, that's what's sad. wrong with you? What? <laughs> oh man, think the truck driver had a real gravelly voice. I don't know. All right, let's let's move on, guys. It's enough. Um, let's see. Uh, what else do I want to say? You think the job was just marveling over the situation? I'm not even sure. <laughs> That's a type of stone. I I I, I my bad. Things got a little rocky there. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> let's move on, guys. <laughs> feel like the show's getting stuck in cement yes um man what a terrible way to die hot asphalt jesus hot. good grief i didn't even know they like asphalt was a thing that you put on a truck that could be hot like right wow you know what i, I know this might sound stupid but i wonder if, if it's you know how sometimes you go down a road and you see the trucks where the thing is just spinning yeah I, I wonder is it hot? i always thought that was cement me too i wonder if asphalt's in there possibly 
hey be careful that's out why here. i stay away from them worried about the covid motherfucking asphalt come get you uh all right y'all let's go to fuck with black people we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe that makes us feel fucked with the weird side point scores zero to 100 in intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody yay see who's fucking with us today guys uh bad baby reacts to people accusing her of darkening her skin you know bad baby you don't know bad baby i probably do you know me i <laughs> we have to do this every time I'm sorry. it goes in one end out the other uh you know her from such hits as hold on let me play this clip for you um you know her from this which needs to take about five catch seconds. me outside how about that oh that little girl okay mm-hmm Danielle Brigioni or whatever is her real name. Okay. Uh, Brigoli. Oh, that's her name. I told y'all probably knew and didn't remember. But she got, well, I knew you know. I'm the one that told you you know. Oh, and my you, bad. I knew you didn't remember. Bad Baby is Danielle Brigoli who found, uh, she's, uh, a rapper and she's seven years old now. So apparently she went on social media and posted a series of snaps, um, showing the shoulder with like lip filler and what looks like her skin uh people on social media immediately responded um negatively because i mean one is social media that's what we do yeah, and two don't nobody do. like this little girl uh <laughs> well i'll take it back some people like this little girl uh black male apparently <laughs> love her love her underage ass mm-hmm. i don't i don't know when them trials is gonna start but boy i will not be surprised come on um but yeah so uh i can't front i saw this clip going around on twitter and she does look like a whole ass black woman in this thing i don't know if it's happening are you trying to show it to somebody yeah okay. is, is it showing on y'all screen yet not yet it might be slow okay yeah give it a second it like hold on let me see if i can pause it while i give it a second to come up on my computer um if it you know sometimes take a little too long to load yeah you might have to try it again yeah but it's that thing where everybody want to be a nigga but don't nobody want to be a nigga come on come on you with everything you want everything else but the fucking racist good god she don't look she does a black she look black she like a black woman like a light-skinned black woman she like a black woman yeah like and if you I, you ain't expecting nobody to be upset if I, if you sent me a screen if you sent me this on tinder i think i was showing up to the date to meet a black woman the weave the lip filler that what how come the lip filler always leave a little bit of the lip uneven like one side get a little too much because it's not natural yeah. and this was so funny it's black women that have had them plump lips since forever and they would be fucking picked on as kids for having them big lips mm-hmm. but now everybody want them mm-hmm. so this is we'll kill this. <laughs> Any small talkers. Huh. Uh. 
so i guess she put up that little clip um and as soon as the video started to circulate trending on twitter and debates uh in the comments on instagram bad baby posted a follow-up i don't even need no wig she said description in the description of another video and i guess this was her without a wig but still the same uh, now she did not look as black as she looked in the lighting of the other one now maybe the other one the lights there weren't a lot of bright lights so it could be that because it did like whatever room she was in th- like they were doing something where the lights were kind of down they were kind of and then whenever she did this new video she's in a very bright room and so don't see it no more okay i took it down and tried to put it back up okay you know how i do um but yeah whatever in the new in the new video um she doesn't it's like it's a brighter room mm-hmm. but she still looks like she darkened her skin in my opinion uh publishing took too long all right let me try one more time but uh she still looks like she darkened her skin uh in in either way like whether through tanning uh that spray on shit people do um i thought maybe it was a filter but then in the first one there's clearly a white regular white dude in the background so um she so people and people were saying well it's because of the wig that got you looking like a black girl like you know because black women you know sometimes they wear certain wigs and show business you know beyonce and her blonde wig you know wigs is like a big part of black celebrity fame or whatever but it's not but just a wig we don't change the skin tone baby right and it was like a whole look you know what i mean like it was it was crazy uh is it still not showing it's it's moving it's slow okay let me see if i make it bigger i just want y'all to see the second um the second video too the one that she's like i don't even need no wig the fact that she types like that is so ridiculous <laughs> And that's not her <sighs> white people are so crazy man um yeah she's much brighter in this. you see that like i'll scroll up to her one and this is her in the second one with the actual some lighting she's like two different people yeah but she still look like she did something to her skin though but it could be makeup right right you know? that, now that right there i could say okay you 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 use makeup that first one you use a darker tone like you right. purposely picked a darker tone makeup right um and then she put on later she posted a photo that joked her transformation to a light-skinned black woman is almost complete then she said i'm trending thank you on twitter the reaction to the video have been overwhelmingly negative with many expressing disbelief she even the same person behind high bitch um yeah and then a lot of comparison pictures of when she first came out and how she really did look like a just a white girl and now um so with the blackfish pictures or niggerfish if you prefer that i know some of you prefer that you ignorant son no just kidding um but yeah so it's uh anyway zero here mm, this, get, this gets a 100 okay yeah um i give it a 100 as well i only reason i'm not giving this shit to jacars is because she's not 18 um because i really do feel like a lot of this shit came down to her mama um and they've been pimping her since she was 15 mm-hmm. her and daddy sh- sound like he was like the only he was one the one that tried to end it and he tried to get custody of her right and the mom cut him off at every path but um this this is selling your soul for some attention and you know i don't want the other reason i can't get rid of cars is because i don't want to actually admit 
to being that upset by this shit or let it make me that upset because i feel like um that's the whole goal of shit like this she know what she looked like she knew when she posted that what the reaction would be right now there's not a lot going on people posting every and anything online and at 17 you you post and do and say a lot of bad things um the other thing too is i don't want to um it feels weird how much people are going in on her body as a 17 year old that essentially that programming to do all that has to be coming from somewhere else now look at some point you are responsible for that you know at some age but right now her mama and people got to be signing off on this you know so i don't know it it definitely a hundred though because i just think she's starting to be one of those people that's always a hundred yep like her name her name comes up and it's gonna and i by the way i don't expect her behavior to change i don't expect her to grow up to learn anything she's being rewarded for this because a lot of the people around her whether it's just dudes that's trying to fuck whether it's just rappers trying to capitalize off of being attached to, to somebody with a little bit of buzz uh ain't nobody in that circle sitting her down like girl this is fucked up you know it's like iggy azalea or whatever i don't expect that person to wake up to this shit like mm-hmm. they're never going to you know they're either enabled by dudes trying to fuck or you know normally they don't surround themselves with black women that would be like girl this is whack what are you doing right um which is so crazy you want to be part of the hip-hop community which is a black community but in order to do that you have to basically cozy up the black men and say fuck black women right right because we don't matter and black women be like bitch the hell's wrong with you all right which kind of makes sense though if you think about it because that's kind of what a lot of hip-hop is cozying up the black men and saying fuck black women even if there's not a woman involved right uh message anyway um (laughs) black men kicked out of walmart for wearing masks during the pandemic Mm-hmm. I, I i don't seen whole shots going around uh social media with uh white folks in fucking scuba suits mm-hmm. um you really don't need me to give you the customary yo this pandemic shit is crazy intro at this point i don't know who wrote this probably michael what's his name um at this point i'm sure you realize that this is indeed crazy what's even crazier is that cops have still found a way to keep with the bullshit even as people are doing their best to keep themselves safe you guys can see the picture the cop is behind them and there's a black man with a with the mask on being told to leave walmart the telegraph reports that two black men were recently escorted out of walmart in wood river illinois for wearing surgical masks that's right not even bandanas surgical masks german best and d'angelo jackson were shopping for supplies when the cop followed them around the store the cop told them they were violating the city ordinance that does not allow people to wear masks inside businesses the men started recording the incident as they were escorted out and uploaded it to youtube who is this rule who made this that's the fucking that's not made up wood river police chief brad Wells said he had been reluctant to make a public statement about the incident because the video didn't look good on the surface he said the posted video doesn't show the entire interaction between the officer and the men involved adding the incident took place before there was a lot of people wearing surgical masks in public there's not much i can say i backed the officer by what he tells me just like anything there's more to the story he said the officer was mistakenly mistaken when it came to store policy prohibiting masks and it was the one error made in the incident well it's the biggest fucking error right because that's that's not a rule that's not a rule it's also the biggest error like you can't there's no incident if there's no the one place where he fucked up is that you actually can do this other than that he did a good job what 
no that's the job that was it yeah, and people probably had been coming in there in mass before well not many people because apparently this at according to them if you can believe them this happened before it was a lot of people wearing masks before the cdc told everybody to wear a mask so they they came in ahead of the curve wearing masks and he said uh it's a law you can't do that but it's not a law yes they would that's the job right because when you said i was like Who, the fuck made that law up no that's not a law uh best told the telegraph i don't know if he was having a bad day i've never said that guy was racist that the guy was racist all i'm saying is that his actions were suspect so obviously there are racial undertones while i approached two people during the public health crisis about wearing surgical masks at the time of the video's release a national emergency had been declared covid19 had been labeled a pandemic and people were being asked to stay home there was an abundant uh, abundance of signs telling us that shit had indeed gotten real even if there was a policy prohibiting masks this is probably not the time to enforce it you know zero to a hundred oh that's jacaras because you fucking made that goddamn rule up that's not a rule that's not yep. a motherfucking rule jacaras for me too man like i said one of my fears <laughs> you know what i mean that you you end up with some shit like this where it's like okay um looks like i have to deal with this bullshit you know so uh last one guys last one why joe exotic's racism wasn't in tiger king according to the filmmakers uh you guys know no tiger king mm-hmm yeah one overlooked aspect of joe's exotic story is his racism which hit twitter in the for last few days We're responding to the criticism online directors eric good and rebecca chiklin recently explained why joe erotics why joe exotics racism wasn't in tiger king for the Florian slip right joe joe erotics what he was doing to them the men's come on rubs balls in my face yes joe is racist i would say categorically he said things we were filming that were very unsettling chiklin told the hollywood reporter after the publication brought up footage that has servers of exotic using ignorant language specifically the n-word as shared by tmz on march 31st in a video from 2015 exotic complained about not being able to use the n-word and went as far as to call it discrimination that white people can't use the word in comparison to people of color who do the clip quickly went i mean the thing is um you know he uses the n-word anyway right Mm -hmm. the people that make that argument always use it (laughs) like why can't i say the n-word like you do when we not around after being asked why he didn't include his racism in tiger king jacqueline explained they didn't have a context in the story but he has a lot to learn i think most of it was ignorance and not having a lot of exposure and i think he even evolved over the course of the time that we filmed uh good added that even though there's empathy for joe he's not a stand-up guy joe committed some really serious crimes and joe was not only cruel and inhumane to his animals he was cruel to the people around him good said before explaining that joe is very much an actor and tells people what they want to hear even good admitted that he found some empathy for him and described him as an incredible character but also made clear that his intention was not to glorify or defend joe exotic's actions he's now serving 22 years in prison for endangering wildlife and allegedly attempting to hire two hitmen to murder carol baskin um yeah <clears throat> here's the thing i will say though um you made a choice to leave it out yes you did and i think that choice is guided by some empathy and most importantly some type of spin like you want people to like this guy's an anti-hero and you want to show what's likable about him you you don't want to really truly vilify the guy 
um until the till the end where you're like and he did this crazy shit uh but this is the sanitization that whiteness just kind of gets right like just constantly it just kind of it is the it's the it's the lower bar it's the 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 cleaner edit it's you know it's the nicer way to do it for this kind of shit and joe exotic gets to go on and be a person that we laugh at and a person that we you know admit has done some bad things but we don't necessarily say he's a bad person we don't hold him in contempt we're not putting people have shirts out casually saying like free joe and you know people talk about it online and laugh about it but the truth of the matter is there's nothing that that type of benefit of the doubt or even just amusement is not gonna happen for other people i mean he killed and tortured tigers and shit too right like that they took they decided not to put that in there that's footage of him feeding a horse to a tiger they decided not to put that in there you know he gets to be cute and cuddly he gets to be just a eccentric gay guy who fucks straight dudes addicted to meth and we all go oh what a character you know oh he look he made fake movie music videos and shit you know it just it reminds me of that episode we talked about uh mike vick and it's just that how that empathy is never extended to blackness mike vick is going to be one of the most detested detestable people for the rest of his life if he ever gets hall of fame all this shit he's gonna always have people that come out of woodwork to tell you how he ain't shit joe exotic is is a guy you put on a t-shirt and laugh about it's crazy anyway um zero to 100 care i'm gonna give this one a 50 50 yeah because he assumed that he was racist like i, I just kind of in my heart i was like oh that dude racist yeah i'm not shocked he was racist i'm giving it 100 here's why i'm giving it 100 because the edit true you you're you direct this thing you said you decided they could leave in so many other flaws in this man so many other detestable moments so many other fucked up things him shooting a mannequin in the head with a gun while saying he wants to kill carol baskin that's fine him shooting at a tiger that's fine him braiding his employees that's fine him serving spoiled meat to people and animals that's fine racism hold up we gotta we got we don't need that's not really relevant to the story how the fuck is it not relevant you know <laughs> like uh like you have uh the few black people that were in this shit were black people being like i'd vote for him like this should be relevant you know and that video looked like it was from one of his campaign commercial things mm. so like it could have literally been in there it's bullshit man fuck yeah it's a hundred for me not not because i'm shocked he's a racist though you know i'm with you on that that's wasn't shocked at all just more like what's the decision making behind this and then you find out what it is it's like oh well fuck your decision making that's terrible (laughs) all right let's get into uh how much time are we in okay yeah we got some time left uh let's do some uh guess the race guys now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time 
well, that's right it's time for guess the race the number one gambling show going across all of podcast land we read and play news arcs from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everyone playing along is a goddamn racist let's get into it guys um massachusetts serial pooper busted for defecating in a parking lot eight times eight times boy that's some regular bowel movements I guess you could say she put the eight in defecate. Yeah. Yeah. I said, we have plenty of fiber in that diet, right? TPS. Mm-hmm. Uh, let, wait, why did this click on a complete article than the one I clicked on? The fuck? Let's try this again. Um, sorry, y'all this shit was just like nope we're not telling that story today now i gotta wait on this shit to to load up the right story after all those great jokes we can't just abandon this story now it's not like a poop in a in a parking lot that we don't want to come back to okay (laughs) we need to get the details on this i mean right you mess around and deter to get hard get the down and dirty uh massachusetts woman was busted for allegedly turning a store parking lot into her own personal potty pooping there staggering eight times in roughly a month dubbed the parking lot pooper andrea grocer 51 <laughs> she was gross i'll tell you that much <gasps> of ashland ashland was allegedly caught dropping trial near natick outdoor store wednesday morning after she was nabbed on camera in the act at first workers thought it was an animal but then they noticed the toilet paper and other wipes items animals would not have access to wow they got a real sherlock holmes working on this case <laughs> you know i thought it was deer but i don't think a deer would have left a people magazine next to the poop i don't think so deer don't read Mm-mm. write that down johnson okay you're gonna be uh, a goddamn uh, good detective uh, when i get done with you uh <laughs> uh said police spokeswoman lieutenant cara rossi uh who said the first feces was found in early december damn it took them that long huh uh cops linked grocer to all eight of the poops leaving store owner henry canner flush with excitement i am flush ha <laughs> i'm so happy they arrested her canna said i have no idea who she is this has been ongoing she has defecated quite often over there there's more nothing more disgusting coming to your parking lot in the morning and seeing a pile of human excrement and Does i'm not have a problem with somebody i don't know he said he don't know who she is and i'm just talking about trevor uh canner said the inconsiderate movie truly stinks okay all right guys we'll do the jokes here come on new york post i thought you were better than this just kidding i know you're not i can't figure it out why anyone would do that as at grocer's arraignment wednesday a lawyer's called her a pillar of the community yeah a pillar of shit grocer was charged with wanting destruction of property released without bail she's due back in court march 2nd karen guess the race white karen is gonna go with white let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe um scroll down a little bit 
uh white as the whole milk she used in her 501 cereal white wanted to feel closer to that their pet phyto octo poopy white this crime brought to you by metamucil white ma'am have you been eating garbage white white so you just dropping yourself yoga pants and popping the squat all in the open white soccer mom white white as fuck boo boo the fool <laughs> white race i'd say ghost white i think we found boo boo in the food boo boo the food white chalky white carol white maybe that's a specialist i don't know vegans poop a lot white she hoarded toilet paper during the epidemic white her white the raisins in the stool evident all the evidence needed oh no they came from the potato salad guys the correct answer is <laughs> she is white you guys all got it correct good job Uh, give it a second to show up um now i will say this she looks very apologetic about this guys and you guys see her picture like i'm convinced she's she's at least sorry she got caught if not sorry that she did that shit literally um but she looks very very upset like her stomach must have been eight times that month uh did it show up yet it's the moving slow oh, okay but it is trying to pop up all right cool cool i have it on my screen okay y'all see it yeah my oh oh no baby mm-hmm. what oh she looked like she pooping in the picture <laughs> what's happening she does though she really does like she's pinching the loaf right there like right? oh man like i was trying to cut me in the middle yeah something like that though you do wonder if the person got like either mental health issues or like physical health issues right you know i know we had another serial um pooper once that uh she was said she was having stomach troubles she was like pooping in someone's yard every day when she was running Mm -hmm. it's like ma'am maybe you should get a treadmill i don't (laughs) i don't know what to tell you i didn't sign up for this when i bought this house (laughs) i know a lot of the people uh with the social distance they're like thank god the runners won't be pooping in my yard Mm -hmm. you know a song she was probably listening to doing this Stop! Everybody on the floor just pause. Somebody in the middle just move. Get on down to the groove. Doodle Brown! Brown, the brand new brother in town. Yeah, boy! Dope! Brown, smooth, a brother that's so damn cool. Never get it for a fool. Now it's my turn to rule. Yo, man, dude, the bad. Michael Jackson never had. Man, dude, don't sport those Jericho juice. Don't do the sandwich all about. Don't drink Pepsi, always Coke. You got the right one, baby. That's right. Dope. Yo, doodle, man, what you got for me now? Yeah. It's my jam, boy. Oh man, <laughs> that is terrible. Um, yes, that is terrible. But that song still is my jam. Yeah, doo doo brown. Uh, all right, let's see. Um, uh, 
how about this one uh subway crook is a new york bell reform uh poster boy like why is this uh taking so long to load all right yeah bell reform is lit new york tra- new york city transit recidivist brags he can't be stopped after his latest arrest for turnstile jumping uh <laughs> turnstile jump. oh man bell reform is lit wow <laughs> uh he also skips court gate court dates as well of course he's up to 139 arrests he says he can't be stopped i mean it sounds like ah! you can be stopped 139 times a lot of times you are you sound like you're bad <laughs> at the job yeah serial subway crook charles berry walked out of manhattan criminal courts early saturday after his arraignment and his most recent arrest on thursday afternoon he knew that except for having to spend about 36 hours of police custody there was no immediate consequences to his alleged crimes which include charges he snatched cash from people trying to use metro car machines i'm famous i take 200 dollars 300 dollars a day of your money cracker you can't stop me barry yelled to the daily news reporter late thursday night as police led him out of new york public uh nypd Ah, transit ah. district just make the transit free the hell is this i mean it is kind of free for him he broke the matrix i guess he's one of those i don't pay my landlord people uh bail reform is lit he said it's the democrats the democrats know me and the republicans fear me you can't touch me i can't be stopped barry was taken from columbus circle to manhattan central booking where he cooled his heels for about 24 hours in the courthouse holding area when he finally re- was released after the hearing early Saturday, Barry was still enthusiastic about Albany's decision last year to eliminate bail for nonviolent crimes. It's a great thing. It's a beautiful thing. He said they punk people out for bullshit crimes. Barry, 56, who, 56? who has served six stints in state prison, has been arrested six times since New York's bail reform laws took place in January 1st. After each arrest, he was free without bail because the charges against him did not involve violence twice he was charged with stealing money unsuspecting strap hangers were trying to insert in the metro car vending machines barry found himself in trouble again thursday just hours after his face appeared on daily news front page headlined the metro car machine heist uh officers who would gotten to know barry over the years were looking for him that day because two warrants had been issued for his arrest after he missed court dates one court hearing barry skipped in relate is related to january 19th incident in which he was given a desk appearance ticket for allegedly stealing 50 dollars out of a woman's hand inside the subway station at west 42nd street and 6th avenue near bryant park the other hearing he missed was related to a theft in december uh officers spotted him jumping the turnstile in penn station and began following him said police they lost track of him briefly before they found him and arrested him around 1 30 p.m uh, uh, at the sun, sun subway station on west 50th and 8th street the arrest was the 139th of his career his criminal record includes six felonies 87 misdemeanors and 21 missed court hearings god damn since the bail law took effect barry has been fi- freed three times on supervised release Drilling down a day. Drilling down a day. With your money. Your money. Drilling a day, man. 
So yeah, he's on supervised release, which did not fire under post bail. He was convicted of a minor charge of bending a metro card in a way that would let him on the subway for free and sentenced to time served. Uh, police officials said that under the state's b- former bail laws, Barry would more likely have been held on bail, thereby increasing the number of days spent in custody. It's not clear how many times Barry was held on bail in his 133 pre-trial reform, pre-bail reform arrest. The Legal Aid Society said the NYPD is using a few cases to stoke fears after six weeks that bail and other reforms are a failure. Right. It also says that dis- despite what police say, pre-trial incarceration actually erodes public safety and perpetuates recidivism. Correct. This right here is just the outlier but most people and they probably have stopped harassing most people because they know nothing really happens all right karen guess the race oh that's black okay all right cool let's check the chat room and see what they believe charles berry is a wop bop a loobop a bop bamboo chuck berry black with aarp certified fast twitch muscles if you don't sit your old black ass down somewhere sir black king 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 kong don't have shit on me no he can jump black the darker the berry the more that he gets arrested black black hip hopped over the turnstile don't give a fuck black super predator black <laughs> that's a nigga uh sounds like everyone uh if he was still in if wait we go back if he were if he weren't stealing other people's money along with catching a free ride the people could be on his side black he already qualifies for senior discounts so this is just showing off negro wesley snipes demolition man black <laughs> that's a great that's clutch regular jay you know what you all the way back from that rent thing okay Aww. the rent thing was a little bit off of me but you know what we all the way back together that is such a fucking clutch motherfucking oh what a deep cut love it uh anyway everybody's right <laughs> And yeah this specifically is somebody the, uncle this is the test i mean uh, you know who uncle he looked like he could be who? i ain't casting no aspersion but miss smart <laughs> you know like just that philosophy in life you know what i'm saying like i can Getting see no wrong people i can see it you know what I'm game saying? in the system like did like you know he might originally be from detroit you know maybe that's where he learned the game okay you like i had to put my niece on you know what i'm saying like you take what you can get fuck these crackers okay they can't get me you know what i did do ride the subway for free i know that much uh uh all right too busy jumping the turnstile to get his hairline right yeah but you know it's crazy though because um it is them using fear tactics because essentially it's a relatively harmless crime obviously stealing fifty dollars from people is fucked up blah blah but considering that they're saying this guy is the reason we must one person we must take back bail reform we must keep people incarcerated for sometimes 10 to 12 days just waiting for a trial we'd rather do that than let this guy go free also many of these crimes happen before bail reform bail reform happened january 1st 
he had 133 other arrests before then this is not a symptom of bail reform now him talking to the camera talking crazy whether they put him up to that or he did it himself that's 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 not enough to put a fear tactic to make me go okay yeah all right let's go to the last one guys time for the bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round against the race so far karen is two two for two yay let's see if she can go three for three guys with this third one fingers crossed i'm gonna try an ohio man live streamed a massive party while def- defiantly declaring we don't give a fuck about this coronavirus only to be arrested over the weekend for flouting social distancing rules this is how ah, we, ah. this is how we do it in my city man rashan davis 25 bragged in the 11 minute video shot friday night in cincinnati and later posted to youtube a whole 11 minutes well you gotta post it to youtube i mean hey it's not a crime unless you tell everybody <laughs> <laughs> we don't give a fuck about this coronavirus this is how we celebrate our coronavirus he was busted saturday afternoon in charge of the misdemeanor for violating governor mike dewine's stay at home order amid the pandemic according to police report authorities posted on facebook davis narrates a video of himself and others openly defying the orders causing even greater risk of contamination during the national health crisis a criminal complaint says at the time of his arrest there were over fifty-five thousand views of his post cincinnati police well did they use 5g to view those videos because if that's the real problem okay y'all think it's the, the y'all think it's a disease it's the 5g mm-hmm. that's why i only use i only use 3g three of my g's on my phone okay i turned it down i said that's enough g's i ain't getting sick up in here <laughs> now it take me forever to load my instagram videos yeah, but it does but i'm but I, as you can see i'm not coughing uh and not doing too much anything else either <laughs> teddy riley says some shit like that oh no i know he was supposed to have a, a rap battle with him and babyface i mean a beat battle oh yes yeah, sunday got canceled it got canceled and uh while well, talking to charlamagne about why they postponed it partially because he said babyface is under the weather but he also said the new world order and 5g is giving people the coronavirus so oh no oh damn <laughs> damn <laughs> anyway um <laughs> cincinnati police recommend a high bond or none at all until davis can appear before a judge because of his complete disregard for public safety youtube commenters blasted davis and the other revelers are we going to get a follow-up in the 10 to 14 days when no symptoms hit or nah one row <laughs> the rest of ohio spoke and we agree we don't claim these people this is ignorance said another person karen guess the race of rashawn davis oh black karen's going with black all right let's check the chat room see what they believe uh hard-headed nigget uh black love blacks love posting their crimes black ironically he gonna get that rona in jail black has patent leather shiny black skin nigger nigger uh now how long did coronavirus stay on patent leather i'm asking for a very fashionable friend oh, not patent leather. 
this his debut rap album rona we don't give a fuck and funeral coming soon black oh, no. world star black black that's a nigga name black his mama need to whoop his black ass <laughs> rashawn black uh and porch monkey of course black rob coming through with the classic sism uh voter suppression the rona way the correct <laughs> Oh no. Everyone said the same thing. Y'all got it right. And he got a face tattoo. I mean, it's, it's a certain brand he's promoting over there. You know what? He's got them all over it, isn't he? Um, oh, all they right. were gonna find you baby that's specifically you they could they couldn't uh say you look like nobody else yeah i can't believe he had so many people go to his party you know like what about that guy says definitely need to go to his coronavirus party Mm-mm. unless it's him being like bitch you better come to my coronavirus party i'll be like okay all right baby leave me alone Mm-mm. i don't want to I'm gonna kill you this way, or you could die from the disease. Okay, all right, I'll be there. Hang up, hang up, and never be heard of from again. Yeah, well, that does answer the question that I always have. What? Who all gonna be there? It's gonna be Rashawn Davis, so it won't be me. All right, let's go to Soy Ratchet in this segment. so a man was killed in a sword attack at COVID-19 argument oh shit it done made in the sword news in Myanmar's Bogo region uh Pia Bogo region one man was killed and two others were injured in a brawl over a suspected COVID-19 case in Gaobingok township Therawadi district in the western Bago region on Saturday Sunday yeah we all know that place on Saturday Ubarbu Lai, a 100 household administrator, a community appointed lower ranking administrator, re- administrator responsible for around 100 homes in the ward, the Yawama ward in Gayobingok, um, led community elders to inspect the guest house in the ward after he received reports that a guest was sick and coughing. The administrator said the guest house owner agreed, I mean argued, and well that's totally different in degree the guest house owner argued the following day at around 7 p.m approximately 20 sword wielding people raided the administrator's house <gasps> mm-hmm. according to police a 26 year old man was killed in the incident a 40 year old man was seriously injured in his head and neck and remains in critical condition god damn at yangon general hospital and a 58 year old woman was also injured all three are relatives of the administrator so they didn't get the administrator they whooped everybody else's ass though there are three main suspects including guest house owner yu mong a they have run away and the police are after them the guest house has been closed a war resident told the irrawaddy um condition of anonymity of anonymity uh someone saw a sick guest coughing and he brought medicine at a beto nut shop beside the guest house and told the ward administrators they did not ask the guest house owner to close they just asked him to send the sick guest to a quarantine center the owner was angry and accused the administrator of driving a wedge between him and his neighbors 
you mang a and you barbu lay had a heated argument in front of the latter's house before the man with swords came then you barbu lay asked his family to flee then his nephews arrived and the men attacked them with swords it's as if there is no rule of law at all Ubaru Lay was fi- has filed a complaint with the police against the guest house owner and his accomplices. COVID nineteen got these motherfuckers pulling the swords out. Right, twenty people with swords. Man, it's like the raid. The whole gang. All right, y'all. That's it for today, man. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank y'all for listening. Hope you uh, enjoyed the show. Until next time, mm-hmm. I love you. I love you too. Mwah. <laughs>